Herzenink, the Apple Sox having a chance to defeat the Yakima Valley Pippins and pick up their ninth series victory of the season. They are unable to do so. And as a result, Wodanchi heads back home this weekend looking to try and clinch a playoff spot but needing to pick up a couple of wins most likely to advance the postseason and hopefully get some help from a couple of other teams in the North Division. Wodanchi falling 5-4 to four in the series finale against the Pippins. And the Apple Sox came out really flat, to be completely honest, early on. They had two hits through their first seven innings, gave up three runs in the fifth inning, and then gave up two more in the sixth inning and committed three errors combined in those two innings. And again, you, there were a couple of base hits awarded that probably could have been also ruled errors, but were not. And it really ruined what was a great start from Jack Moffitt as the right-hander from Gonzaga went a total of five innings, allowed three runs, but they were all unearned on five hits. He walked two and struck out five. And Moffitt was brilliant throughout the game, striking out a pair to end the second inning punching out another in the third for his first three strikeouts and then was able to pick up a couple in that fifth inning. Kicks and fires the one-two pitch and that is swung on a miss for strike three. Back-to-back -back punch outs after a runner is caught stealing by Justin Stransky. Digs in from the left side. The pitch is swung on a miss for strike three. Four punch outs and four scoreless innings of work for Jack Moffitt. Moffitt had a lot going for him well in this game. It just was not enough as the Apple Sox rallied to eventually score four runs in the eighth inning. And what was a great frame, it all got started with Justin Stransky reaching on an error to begin the threat. Joichiro Oyama hit into a fielder's choice, but then Xander Orohudos singled, and an error allowed a run to score. Oyama at first, he'll stay put. Orohudos laces one third base side that is kept on the infield by Cobb. He gets up, fires the first. And the first baseman, Simpson, collides. Oyama's going to keep running. It's a loose ball, and he will come in to score as Orahudos and Simpson collided. But then after that, Grant Sherrod followed up with a double to right field, and then C.J. Horn hit a double of his own as Wadanchi exploded at that point to score three runs, an inch really close, just two runs back. Sherrod bats on the right side against the southpaw. The pitch swung on and skied out toward right field. This ball going back, and it will make it over the head of Reed. Easily around a score comes Orohudos, and it's an RBI double for Grant Sherrod. And it's Wenatchee inches back. They get their second run of the inning to make it a 5-2 game. The 2-2 offering coming to Horn. He swings and hits this towards center field. This ball will get over the head of Rulator. He misread it. Sherrod will come around easily to score. Horn is hustling to second. He will have to stop there, but he picks up the RBI double. A surprise RBI double. Perhaps the wind messing a little bit with Rolator in center, and a third run of the inning has scored for Wadanchee. The Apple Sox would get one more run in the inning thanks to a sacrifice bunt on a suicide squeeze by Steven Meyer, and that would be the fourth and final run of the inning. That would send it to the bottom of the eighth inning, but the Apple Sox only down by one. They would go into the ninth and pick up a leadoff single by Cole Kramer, but Kramer was unable to be scored. Justin Stransky put down a sacrifice bunt. Joichiro Oyama battled, worked a full count, and he had a couple of balls sliced down the left field line that looked like they could have been trouble but instead were all ones that were uh, foul and out of play he would eventually draw a walk which wasn't a bad thing except Xander Orohudo stepped up to the plate 
Hit a rocket right up the middle, but right at the pitcher, Dylan Runge. He turned to second to get the out there, flipped the first to end the ball game and give the Yakima Valley Pippins their seventh consecutive series victory. So not the result the Apple Sox wanted. And Will Jacobson, you've got to give him some credit for this one. He had a tough sixth inning. A couple of Apple Sox errors in that inning did not help him out, but he battled back. He got a strikeout to end the sixth, two more in the seventh, and then back-to-back Ks in the eighth inning after allowing consecutive one-out singles. Four so far. Looking for number five right here. The 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. It gets away from Stransky, but it is ruled strike three, and that will retire the side. Five punch outs in three innings of relief from Will Jacobson. He has risen to the occasion. So Jacobson, two runs in three innings on five hits, no walks, and a season high five strikeouts. But the Apple Sox falling 5-4 to four in the series finale against the Pippins. Speaking at the scores from around the West Coast League, with the Apple Sox falling, they now move into a tie for first place in the second half of the North Division, thanks to the Edmonton Riverhawks defeating the Port Angeles lefties. Edmonton rallies. They were down by two runs going into the ninth inning. They scored five times in the ninth to take a 6-3 to three lead and end up defeating the Port Angeles lefties and former Apple Sox pitcher Cam List tossed two scoreless innings in relief to pick up the win for the Riverhawks as they move into a tie for first. But again, the Apple Sox have the tiebreaker over the Riverhawks. So uh, Wenatchee and Edmonton had identical 13-11 and 11 records. Season ended today. The Apple Sox win the second half. But, of course, we still got a few games to go in this summer. Three games remaining this weekend when the Sox take on the Walla Walla Suites. While the Walla was victorious, defeating Ridgefield 7-2. Corvallis finally lost for the first time since falling to the Apple Sox on July 16th. Ben defeated the Knights 3-0 to salvage that one. Kamloops defeated Kelowna 5-3. I believe with that loss, Kelowna has been eliminated from postseason contention. And the Victoria Harbor Cats fell to the Bellingham Bells 8-3. So looking at the standings, the Apple Sox, as I mentioned, they're tied atop the north, but they hold the tiebreaker. Victoria remains a half game out thanks to losing tonight. Bellingham is one game back, but it doesn't matter what they do in the second half pretty much because they have already won uh, the first half, so they have their playoff spot clinched. If they tie with someone in the second half in the, this weekend and they tie for the second half lead, then the spot goes to the team they tie with. If Bellingham wins the second half outright, then the second half playoff spot goes to the team with the next best overall record and in that capacity right now that team is now the Kamloops Northpaws who sit at 25 and 25 by virtue of winning five consecutive games the Apple Sox as again they lead the second half right now they have that tiebreaker they now have the third best record in the North Division at 25 and 26. Prior to Thursday's game, I had a chance to catch up with Apple Sox shortstop DJ Massey. Give a listen. Shortstop DJ Massey joins us. And DJ, you've uh, kind of left your mark on this team early on. Two stolen bases, your first two games. Uh, the fans got to see you at home on Monday night. You picked up what turned out to be the game-winning hit of that game in the second inning with an RBI single. Talk to me and the fans a little bit about what you bring to the table, what you think some of your strengths are as a ball player, and what you can contribute to the Apple Sox. Uh, with the Apple Sox, I think I'm really just going to be a spark plug and a big defensive player on this team. I think the whole team can really rake, and I like being here with these really good guys, and I'm learning a lot. 
Yeah, you've, and you've been a big part of the success this week as well. The three-hit night on Tuesday, uh, two stolen bases so far. And if fans remember when you played against the Apple Sox with the Dub C Fish Sticks, uh, they'll remember that speed was a part of your game. Talk to me about how you use that and how, you know, is it something you're always pretty much looking to steal when you get on first? Yeah, I'm always looking to be aggressive and get around those bases and score as many runs as we can. You also play a really good defensive shortstop. You made a really nice play yesterday to rob Connor Cobalis of a hit. That's a guy who's an incredible defender at short, especially with the Pippins and a Gonzaga. Take me through that play because it was deep in the hole. You got it on the backhand, and it's one thing to get the ball and throw it to first, but I think the biggest thing you did right was set your feet. Take me through that play for you defensively. Man, every ground ball, I'm looking to see it into the glove, and I really practice um, keeping my mind going slow. I try not to let the game speed up on me, and right there, it was a fast play, and I kind of slowed it down with my mind, and made the play you try to slow things down as a hitter too or is that more of an approach for just defensively um i'm trying to apply it to my hitting at the moment it's been <laughs> my defense has been like um i'm kind of getting it down i'm getting yeah. it down back and so i'm trying to translate that to my offense and it's coming along absolutely we're chatting with dj massey apple Sox shortstop here on the harana states winery pregame show DJ, you went from one summer ball team to another, Dubsy to Wenatchee. What excites you about joining the Apple Sox in the midst of this playoff run? Man, this is a great atmosphere. Dubsy was great, and this has been even more of a blast. It's just been great. I'm learning a lot from these guys, and it's a lot of fun. And how fun has it been for you? You didn't play this past year at Cal State Bakersfield. How, how much more meaningful has the summer season been because of that? Man, that year I had a lot of time to think to myself, and think about how bad I really wanted this so now I get to come out here every day and I, I wear my heart on my sleeve yeah what are some of the big things you're working on here down the stretch you've obviously gotten a lot of work in this summer but what are some things you're thinking about right now this is something I'm trying to improve in I just want to be as big and as strong as I can be and hit the ball as hard as I can Awesome. Well, DJ, thanks for joining us. Go get him here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. That'll do it for this edition of the Apple Sox podcast. When Angie's back home to take on the Walla Walla Suites Friday through Sunday, hope to see you at the ballpark. But if you can't make it, make sure to tune into the action at kcsyfm.com. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Joel Norman, and this is the Apple Sox podcast.